Hello, welcome to the Ghost Tea Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Willow. Before we get started, I wanted to go over one, why I named this podcast Ghost Tea Podcast. If you follow me online, which I am on TikTok as well as YouTube and a couple other social media platforms, you'll know that I am very much someone who shares all of the knowledge that I have on the spirit realm. This due to the fact that I've been intuitive and psychic and someone who can see dead people and beings since I was very, very young. A lot of my followers describe this as spilling the ghost tea. <laughs> so someone suggested I named the podcast Ghost Tea. And the reason why I liked that so much is because I actually call ghosts ghosties. So it's kind of a play on words. It just works. I find it very cute. So that's why I named it the Ghost Tea Podcast. So welcome. I wanted to make an episode in the very beginning going over who I am, why I decided to do what I do as my profession now, and just a little bit of background on me so you know who I am. I grew up in a Christian Baptist household in northern Nevada. It was a tiny town named Gardnerville. Very small. If you live there or if you've been there, you know. I went to church from the time that I was born until the age of 18, when I decided to go off on my own and figure out my own path. I won't go into too much detail of why I chose to do that in this episode, but what did draw me to pursuing things on my own was I just started to become very disenchanted with Christian beliefs. Not only that, but the environment that churches that I was in created and how it made me feel made me feel very excluded. It made me feel very judged and I never wanted to be in a situation where I purposely put myself in a place where I knew that I was going to be judged for who I was. From the time that I was a little girl, I've been able to see spirits of people who have passed away. And I know that that sounds weird, but since you're listening to Ghost Tea Podcast, I imagine that it's not too far outside of your realm of comfort. In addition to seeing people who have passed, I have also seen angels from the time that I was a little girl. There would be many times that my mom would find me dancing in my room alone, and she would ask me what I was doing, and I would tell her that I was dancing with the angels. But my experiences growing up weren't always fluffy and angelic and fun. There were many times that I found myself extremely afraid with what was around me and the beings that crept in the darkness of my room. To make myself feel better, I would sing church hymns or I would call on God or Jesus to protect me. That did make me feel better until I started going through a very deep depression at the age of 18. This depression stemmed from a breakup that I had with one of my first real boyfriends. Over the course of three years, I became completely engulfed in the darkness of this depression and the heavy energy that came along with it. And there were many days that I wished that I just never woke up. It was an extremely dark time for me in my life, but I realize now that that was a time in my life that really shaped me into who I am today. I can't recall a lot of paranormal experiences during that time, simply because the paranormal experiences that I may have had, I believe that I shut out due to the sadness that I was feeling and the depression that I was dealing with. But the paranormal experiences that I did have were very negative. If you have dealt with PTSD or depression, you know how 
completely engulfing those feelings and thoughts can be. I started relying on alcohol and self-harm to get me through. Alcohol was an easy, socially acceptable way to deal with my feelings and numb myself to not have to face what I was feeling inside. Self-harm was something that I did on my own, but that was something a little bit more private that I didn't really share with many people, but many people knew regardless. When I would drink, I would have experiences where I thought I was blacking out, but what would happen is my friends would relay stories to me the next day saying that I would be speaking in different languages, crawling around on floors, and running away from them and screaming as they tried to read me the Bible. This obviously concerned me. Coming from a Christian background, demon possession isn't something outside of the realm that people in that religion believe. I had always been told that the devil tests you and I felt that I was being tested. I truly started believing that I started experiencing demonic possession. Shortly after getting assistance from mental health professionals for my depression, I very quickly decided that drinking just wasn't for me. Drinking relaxed me enough to bring my guard down and cause whatever demons from my PTSD were inside me to come out. And I really didn't want that to happen. So drinking had to go. However, habits die hard. In summer of 2012, I met a woman who started introducing me more to spirituality. I knew about tarot cards. I had heard about spiritual practices before, but I had never really delved into them because I didn't know where to start. She introduced me to reading cards and reading energy and started testing my abilities. One of the experiments we did was meditating in a protective energetic circle. If you're familiar with witchcraft, you know what I'm talking about. We created a magical circle around us on the floor of my apartment using the elements and the archangels as the directions. Once that space was opened, I decided to try and meditate. I closed my eyes and went into a quiet space. However, when I opened my eyes, it had been five hours and my friend was on the other side of the circle staring at me like I was crazy. I asked her what happened and to my dismay, she said, I don't know who came through, but it wasn't you. Of course, right away, I started assuming that all of a sudden those demons started coming out again and I didn't know how to control it. I was extremely disappointed to learn of this because I thought that the circle had created a sacred and protected space, but I didn't understand why these beings started coming through until she continued with what she was talking about. She continued on with her story and told me that multiple beings had come through to talk to her and had told her that they were her spirit guides. After she had talked to about 10 different guides that had come through, she was in shock as well as disbelief. The last guide informed her that there was one more being that wanted to come through. So she said, all right, bring them through. With that, a being came through that had such powerful energy that she actually became very afraid. The being looked at her with eyes that were my own, but did not have the energy of me behind them. She said it felt as though the room had a nuclear bomb that went off. She waited for the being to introduce themselves, but they did not. So she asked, 
who are you? And the being replied, I'm Archangel Gabriel. Of course, she heard this and started laughing. This was absolutely absurd. How could an archangel be talking to her and why? This was a little bit too far for her to believe. So she decided to test his abilities. She said, if you are who you say you are, how can you prove this to me? At the time, we had a tarot deck in the middle of the circle that we were using to pull cards for ourselves. It was the Doreen Virtue Angel Tarot deck. He gestured towards the deck and asked her to pick it up and pull the 10th card down from the top and told her that that card would be the Archangel Gabriel card. She did as he instructed, and sure enough, that card was the Archangel Gabriel card. She found this quite funny and asked him to show her another bit of proof to prove that he was who he said he was. He told her to pull five cards from the bottom, and the card that would come up would be the Archangel Michael card. She carefully counted from the bottom, pulled the fifth card, and sure enough, the Archangel Michael card popped out. She simply looked back up at him with disbelief and set the deck back down. He then put his hands out and asked her to take his hands. She hesitantly did as he asked, but she still felt very unsure about this energy. However, as soon as she took his hands, she said the whole room filled with this bright, bright light, and she saw enormous wings encompassing the room. She said the energy that she felt was so powerful that she could not deny that what she was experiencing was an archangel. After that experience, I knew that there was something that was happening. I didn't know what it was, but something was changing. Yes, I could see dead people, and yes, I saw angels, but I had never experienced something positive coming through my body like that and interacting with someone and actually holding a conversation. We decided to test this method over and over again. We did so many magical circles over the course of multiple months before finally coming to spring of 2013 when I started feeling comfortable enough with my channeling that it started happening outside of circles and in public. At this point, we decided to go public with what I could do. I started offering intuitive readings as well as card readings and channeled messages through an Etsy shop online and decided to start pursuing this as a career. I had gotten multiple messages from Spirit saying that this was something that I was going to be doing as a profession, and I didn't know how I was going to get there, but I decided to trust them because I didn't know what else to do. I went to psychic fairs when they asked and did channeled readings and channeled presentations. I tried to get myself out there as much as possible. Much to the dismay of my then-fiancé, this really started encompassing and seriously taking up my time. I finally started feeling like I understood why I could do what I had been able to do since I was a little girl. That all of my scary experiences and all of my, what I felt were mistakes, were all bringing me to this moment. I started feeling really excited about the possibility of living a life around this and what I could do. I started having visions of being interviewed on shows and publishing a book and speaking in front of crowds of hundreds of people. At the time, I felt that it was just complete fantasy and made up in my head and just wishful thinking. And now, eight years later, with an audience of 150,000 people, I'm wondering if maybe the visions that I had weren't so far-fetched. Bringing us back to the present time and 
kind of telling you where I am now. I currently work full-time as an intuitive and a psychic and a trance channeler online. I've built up a following on social media over the years, even when people doubted me and told me that I could never do it. I still somehow kept going and kept pursuing this as a job. It wasn't something that I knew that I would be successful at, but it was also something that no matter how hard I tried to do something else, whether that was working at Amazon or working a hotel job or working any kind of job other than that, it always pulled me back to its orbit. I literally could not escape it. So I gave in. I started a YouTube channel where I started talking about the things that I had learned in my spiritual path. And I started having people really connect and be able to have conversations about what was happening in their lives. And I found it so incredibly interesting. It started a conversation that I feel a lot of people didn't feel like they could have without people thinking that they were crazy. And I suddenly realized that all I wanted was to create a place for people like me people who had grown up intuitive or being able to see things or experience things that maybe other people didn't experience. And I wanted to create a place where they felt normal. Yes, mental health exists and it is a thing and it can absolutely affect the way that we experience and see the world. But after my experiences, I can't deny that this is something that I just have to do. So this podcast was started not only to share stories with you guys and share experiences that I have and maybe have a couple guests on, but it's also a place where I want to deep dive into subjects that I've brought up on my social media platforms that I haven't really been able to talk to at length. Over the last year, I created a very big following on TikTok, and TikTok really limits you with how long your videos are. It makes it really hard to cover deep dive subjects. So this is the place we're going to talk about them. So I hope you'll join me on my crazy journey as I document all of the things that I know to hopefully help bring you some clarity on maybe some situations that you've had happen in your life or some things that you've experienced or maybe just to help you feel a little bit less alone. And with that, I thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon.